You're listening to Partnership Align Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, welcome back. So before we get started, I just wanted to tell those of you who are subscribed to the show that starting next week, I will be releasing episodes on Tuesdays as opposed to Mondays. That fact in itself isn't so interesting, but I think my reasoning for it is. You see, I decided that I am no longer going to work on Saturdays because I want to stop working on the Jewish Sabbath. A big part of my religion and culture is honoring that day of rest. And while I don't connect with all the ways that some people observe the Sabbath, I do really connect with having a day that feels different from the rest of the week. I've been thinking about making this change for a while now, and I've actually made not working on Saturday a thing when I was in the restaurant business, which was a big deal because that's the busiest day of the week. So this is not a new concept for me, but when you have your own business, you just end up cramming in work wherever you can. But last week, my four-year-old son, who goes to a Jewish school, asked me why I was working on the Sabbath, and that really hit me. He is getting old enough to notice things like that. And I don't want to say one thing and do another. I want to be authentic and aligned. So if I'm going to talk about Sabbath as the day of rest, a day that's different than other days, then I have to walk the walk. So I told him that I will no longer be working on the Sabbath. And then I told all my clients that I will not be taking calls or answering messages on Saturdays. And this felt really, really good. It felt aligned. So what does any of this have to do with the day that my podcast gets released? Well, I'm not much of a planner. I just create and then publish. (laughs) Some podcasters have several episodes done at a time. Not me. I'm recording over the weekend in order to publish on Monday. But since I am no longer going to be working on Saturdays, I'm shifting my work week. So now you'll be getting episodes on Tuesdays. All right, so let's move on to today's topic. Stop hiding from your relationship. Or another way of phrasing this would be stop avoiding the issues or stop sweeping things under the rug. This theme of avoidance has been coming up a lot lately and it really had me thinking. What exactly is it that we are avoiding? And in my opinion, it boils down to one of two things, sometimes both. One is conflict avoidance, and the other is avoidance of vulnerability. So let's talk about it, and then let's talk about what to do about it. So let's start with the conflict avoidance. Essentially, this is fear of your partner getting upset. I think the root issue here is the myth that if there is conflict in my relationship, that is bad. This mindset is detrimental because it creates very unrealistic expectations and, to be perfectly frank, it's just inaccurate. Every single relationship, and yes, even the healthiest ones, have conflict. Avoiding conflict is essentially avoiding your relationship. And if you have kids, then your conflict avoidance will most likely be passed on. For more on that topic, check out episode 64, What to Do After Fighting in Front of the Kids. So, why is conflict avoidance such a huge problem? 
Well, Susan Scott says that whatever you are not talking about, that is your relationship. God, I just love that. I mean, as long as you're talking about things, even if it gets heated, you're in a much better spot than when you're not. And I'll tell you why. When you and your partner are not communicating out of fear of conflict, your brain will start to make shit up. You see, your brain hates uncertainty. It feels very unsafe. So to protect itself, your brain will fill in the blanks and create stories around what your partner is thinking and going through. And then you will experience your relationship through the lens of that story. But it's an illusion. It's not real. You made it up. The other issue with conflict avoidance is that it creates conflict within you. When you avoid conflict with your partner, you internalize conflict within yourself. Oh my God, this one really hits home for me. I avoided conflict with my husband all the time. He was pretty strong-willed. He had the gift of the gab, and I just didn't feel like getting into it. But what would happen was every time I didn't speak up and speak my truth, every time I said yes when I wanted to say no, a little part of me became more and more tangled, like in the pit of my stomach. And eventually what happens when you don't speak up? When you bottle things up little by little, you end up with a resentment. And lastly, it backfires. Because if your goal is to avoid conflict, I've got bad news for you, my friend. Conflict avoidance only creates bigger conflict down the road. There is only so long that you can sweep things under the rug before you eventually lash out or act out in some way. Then your partner will be confused because they didn't even know there was a problem. Remember, if you're not talking it out, you're acting it out. Okay, now let's talk about avoidance of vulnerability. This is similar because it's still fear-based. But now, instead of being anxious that your partner might get upset and there will be conflict, you're more focused on the risk of being rejected for who you are. When you get vulnerable, you are exposing yourself. So then by logic, when you are avoiding being vulnerable, you are showing a facade. This sucks for everyone because now you are misaligned because your outsides definitely do not match your insides and your partner doesn't have all the information. So now they are trying to figure out what's going on with you. And like I said earlier, the brain does not like uncertainty. So this is where they end up having stories about you. And who can blame them? If you're not telling them how you're feeling, then they have no choice but to make assumptions. That's just how the brain works. When a couple avoids conflict or avoids vulnerability, they are not in a relationship with each other. They are now in a relationship with the stories that they have about each other. If that particular point resonates for you, check out one of my earlier episodes, episode eight. Are you and your partner in different relationships? So what do you do about avoidance in your relationship? Well, the first step is to reflect and identify what the specific fear is that keeps you quiet and hiding. Some common ones are fear that the problem is unsolvable, fear of the relationship ending, fear of being misunderstood, fear of other unresolved problems coming to the surface. 
Identifying and labeling the specific fear is so powerful and really sheds light on your avoidant pattern. Sometimes just identifying this part moves you into action. And then step number two, you have to decide whether you want to work on your avoidance and you have to understand what that means. Ask yourself, am I willing to be emotionally uncomfortable for the sake of growth and connection in my marriage? I know it sounds like the answer should be yes, but I want you to be really honest with yourself. Because, you know, if you grew up in a household where conflict got violent, you may not want to go there yet. And that's okay. You're allowed to be wherever you're at on your journey, as long as you're being honest with yourself. And, you know, in the case of someone who grew up with, you know, conflict turning violent, processing that childhood violence with a therapist would actually be a more appropriate first step. Or maybe the avoidance allows for you to not take responsibility for your part in the marital issue. Again, no shame. Just be honest and own it, at least with yourself. So you have to ask yourself, are you ready to do something different, even if it feels awkward and scary? If the answer is yes, then let's move on to step number three, which is to build evidence. You need to build evidence that when you say the thing that you are scared of saying, that you won't actually die. Because that's actually why it feels so scary. Your brain puts you into fight or flight mode because it mistakenly thinks that conflict or vulnerability is dangerous. And as long as your partner isn't a violent person, that really isn't so. But you will feel a visceral reaction because your brain is saying, no, no, get out of the building. So how do you build evidence? You start small. You start with something that is lower on the emotionally charged scale. So if every time you and your partner discuss parenting styles, it turns into a screaming match, maybe don't start there. (laughs) Start by being more honest about smaller topics. The example I like to give seems silly, but it's actually really common among couples. And this is the logistics of food. (laughs) If your partner suggests a certain restaurant for dinner and you don't want to eat there, Speak up and say that you don't want to eat there. If your partner wants to cook something that you don't want to have for dinner, speak up and tell them they're welcome to have that, but you won't have any. If you're avoidant in your relationship, chances are that you're also people-pleasing. So start with small, concrete, non-emotionally charged topics like food. As you practice being honest and not avoiding vulnerability or conflict, you will slowly build evidence that not only is it okay, but that it feels good. Nothing feels better than being aligned with yourself. Now, I realize that this topic is nuanced and comes with all kinds of underlying fears and anxieties. And I can help you squash those. And I can help you stop hiding from your relationship. If you're ready to get the kind of one-on-one guidance that will actually move the needle for you so that you can feel happier and more relaxed in your marriage, let's chat. You can scroll down to the show notes and book a free consultation, or you can reach out to me through email or Instagram. All right, guys, have a great week. Take one step towards not hiding from your relationship, 
and I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, then show some love, rate the show and leave a review and take a screenshot, post it on Instagram and tag me at partnership aligned. And don't forget to check the show notes for your free copy of my 21 questions that will bring you and your partner closer than ever. If there's one thing that I want you to get out of this show, it's that a healthy relationship, it always starts with a healthier you. 